0: Hey, welcome, welcome. This is your girl Donna M, aka the Urban Mommy. And I am here with an Urban Reads Spotlight. This segment of the podcast talks about a book. So we bring on an author to talk about their story. And this one is uh this one is really good. Like it's you might even cry here or there when you actually think about what happened to this gentleman, and it's really sad. But I love it. I love the story. I'm glad that he was able to find the strength to put this book out. So I'm letting y'all know y'all are in for a treat. And y'all stick around for the end.
1: Yes, ma'am. How you doing?
0: I'm good. Okay, so let's get started. Can you explain who you are? Introduce yourself to our listeners. Who is Jason? Where you're from, your family, stuff like that. Not too much, not the book, but just about you. Who is Jason?
1: Okay. My my name is Jason Jones. I'm from Baymanette, Alabama. I currently stay in Montgomery, Alabama. I was an educator for fifteen years. I was a nurse for five years. Um I got two sisters and one brother. I'm just a small town local guy. That's about it.
0: Okay, wow. That's you said an educator?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I worked for Job Corps for fifteen years. Wow. Okay.
0: So that's good. So you have, you work with the youth?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Work with the disadvantaged youth. I wouldn't call them disadvantaged. I would just call them youth to try to further the education.
0: Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, like, we have that program here, too, and it, it, does, it, does a, it does a lot. I love it. My sister-in-law is actually one of the dentists for the okay. Job Corps program here.
1: Okay, that's good. Where are you located?
0: I'm in New Orleans. Okay, then. Okay. Alright, so looking at your story you have so much that you can talk about of course you can talk about what you do in the community with your you know with your past work experience you can talk about your book because i and I know it's it's actual a personal memoir so that book is true which is very interesting and also you are a three-year survivor of a heart attack is that correct
1: Yes, I had a mental heart attack three years ago. Wow. Yes.
0: So how was that experience? What was that like?
1: Well, I didn't know I was having a heart attack. That's the funny part about it. Wow. And I was actually at work in my office, mm-hmm. and I was about to fire this lady. And she looked at me. She said, Mr. Jones, you don't look good. And it's funny because the person I was about to fire ended up being the person that saved my life. Wow. And, and I think I think God put people in your pathway just for that. And she laughed at me after I told her. I said I was just about to fire you today, and she said, "Good thing <laughs> you didn't fire me because I want to save you." That's <laughs> right. So, so it's just it's just funny. And that's in my, that's in part two in my book called. We'll talk about my second book later when we get to
0: that point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, okay. So how about the recovery process? How was that getting back to to normal, or did you ever
1: get back to normal? I'm I'm it's still a work in progress because I had to learn how to walk again. Wow. Uh, relationship statuses change. Mm. Uh, financial statuses change. Mm. You no know, people, you know who you you know who's there for you go through something. Right. You lose people, gain people. <laughs> past, relationships, you know, and it's just, it's just a big ordeal, and it's life changing. You look at life different. I can and, imagine, wow. And with me learning how to walk again, it, it was very tough, and depression sits in, and the biggest thing, your finances sits in, and it just overwhelmed.
0: Wow. Where did you grow up again?
1: I grew up in Bayman, Alabama.
0: Alabama. Okay. All right. How far is that from Birmingham?
1: About three hours.
0: Okay. All right.
1: About three hours. hours. Not that, to me, it's not that far of the drive.
0: Okay. All right. So, what made you decide to become an author?
1: I was angry. I was angry and I was journaling because my mom died. 2017, and I had so much hate and so much bitterness in my heart due to some things that happened, which is in my book also. And I was journaling, and I was going back and forth. I was in school as well in 2017. I was going back to school, and I didn't meet one of my term papers that that was due. And I was going back and forth, checking on my mom, going back to school, checking on my mom. So I turned in what I had in my journal, I turned it into my professor. Mm-hmm. And she gave me an F on the paper. Mm-hmm. But she said, that's a hell of a book if you write one. What? <laughs> because it wasn't the topic that she wanted. But she said, that's a hell of a book. And I thought about it and it sat on me. Mm-hmm. And I said, this could help somebody. Mm-hmm. And I took the scriptures that were dealing with me at that time and I added them to my book and I published it. I added it to my journal. Then I plugged
0: it. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, when you were younger, were you into writing? Was writing your thing?
1: No, I hated it. I'm <laughs> a, more of a chemistry. I like to put vinegar and baking soda and blow stuff up, you know, like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you hands-on. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a science guy. I love science. Okay. All right. So, so. I guess my next question, I may know the answer. So, do you read a lot? Do you have a favorite author? Anyone that inspired you?
1: Um, I noticed this author named tibby Morris out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so and she's a, a good author. and She does motivational speaking, and she really encouraged me along and got me to start writing.
0: Okay. And how long did it take you to complete the process from start to finish?
1: Uh, since 2017, because I was very hesitant on putting it out, mm-hmm. but I had to put it out my final chapter because I was carrying too much. Mm. Okay. And, people, and when I say when I was carrying too much, I was still holding on to what people was doing to me mm. by journaling and not expressing because I could use the stories that happened to me in my life to help someone else. And when, when you put yourself in a position to carry too much, that causes sickness, that causes depression, that causes anxiety. And I have to release all that negative energy. Mm. And the season that I'm going into in my life today, I refuse to pick up anything that's going to make me upset, angry, depressed.
0: Mm. That's true. So when you do your journaling, do you use that as an outlet? what so it seems like you use it as an outlet to deal with the things you're going through
1: yes I use that as an outlet and also I use that how can I say this without saying being being mediocre <laughs> the people that have to read who done something to me mm-hmm. they're gonna have to know how that affected me mm. see and this is about when people do stuff to you they don't understand the effect that it's on you. That's so true. So you're gonna have to understand the effect because if you harm me publicly, don't come to me privately. Mm. And when I released my book, I released a whole lot of negative energy. I had to get that stuff up me because I refuse. Because I'm coming out of bondage, mm-hmm. and I refuse to put all that stuff back on me. They're gonna take me back into bondage.
0: Hmm, that's so true. Did anyone yeah. ever confront you about the things you put in the book? No. No? Okay.
1: And, and this is the best part about it is I would take an open lie detector test on anything that I put in my book.
0: Okay. So everything in that book is what happened. Not, nothing is, uh, you didn't add anything to it. It's all true.
1: All true. I didn't add or take away not one thing. Oh, wow. Okay. The only thing that's messed up in my book is they misspelled the
0: address. My um chapter address. That's it. Okay, so everything is what really happened. Okay, so everything. what influences you for this book was just basically what was going on in your life.
1: Yes, the anger, the hurt, the pain from my mom's dying from sexual abuse, from being depressed, from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. To my wife leaving me, cheating on me, having another baby, all that.
0: Okay, so I know you mentioned your dad. Was that kind of the first incident in the book? Yeah,
1: that's the very first incident in the book. Because now we can talk about the book. (laughs) (laughs) Because growing up, and this, and this so, this is so stigmatized that a black man is supposed to be the house. Supposed to be the king of his house. Ooh. But when you bring in discord, confusion, hate, bitterness, drugs, alcohol, all that is poison. And parents and people, I ain't gonna say parents, people don't know the effect that that has on a child growing up. And how that child looks at them when, they, when they're grown. Hmm. I remember a time when my dad snatched the drug dealer's drug, mm-hmm. and they came and raped the raped me for oh. that. What? Yeah, that's in my book as well. Wow!
0: Oh my God, that is so. That's so sad. And I then, mean, I won't say how do you deal with it, but I mean, as a kid, how old were you? I was five. Oh man.
1: And you have to you have to carry that shame. You have to carry that shame. And that and through that process, you didn't want nobody to know. You didn't want nobody to look down on you. You didn't want nobody to look at you different. So you have to carry it. Now picture a five-year-old child carrying that. I'm 37 now. Ooh. And sad to say, now you you will reap what you sow. Right. Because the guy who done that to me was killed by his brother because he did it to his son. Oh, wow. Yes.
0: Wow. Yeah, they say every dog has their day. You can do it in the dark. You're going to definitely reap it in the light.
1: Yes. And to me, I hate to sound cruel or nothing, Mm -hmm. but when he was killed, I felt a relief off of me. Because if he done that to me, ain't no telling who else he has done He's that ridiculous. to, him. right? Or still doing that to. Him.
0: And was your was your father able to do anything, or did he do anything? Did he accept his what that what he did, his fault in it? He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. I didn't even tell them. Oh man.
1: Yeah, I didn't even tell them. But I think my father knew. Mm. I think he knew.
0: Wow, that's that's big, and that's it's yeah. so. And I mean, I know people have told you this before, but I'm you know so sorry that that happened to you, yeah. especially and at my, five.
1: My biggest thing is you can't stay the victim, mm. in That's why I had started a nonprofit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I had started group homes mm-hmm. for kids with sexual abuse, depression, anxiety, and all of that. And that my my um. Nonprofit mm-hmm. is Integrity Homes and Gifted Hands and we do scholarship for the youth. we go out into the community we have a hotline well, we're starting a hotline for kids that's depressed, suicidal or just need someone to talk to mm. wow so, cool. and I think God put me in that position because my views are so much bigger than my situation mm. Cause I know how to tolerate certain things. Right. I know how to I know how to maneuver. I know how to get through. I know how to pray, decree to the to class stuff down that's speaking over me.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so in your book, what is the biggest thing, or the most influential thing that happened to make you who you are today, negative or positive?
1: Positive. I mean, one time. I was in fifth grade. No, I was in second
0: grade.
1: Mm. And we was playing this ice cream social. We was playing this ice cream social for the whole... For that Friday. And I was... I'm was telling i telling you, I was bad in school. Mm. But I knew we had that ice cream social on Friday. I was extra good. Mm. I was extra good. And I come... And I never forget it to this day. When it came to Friday... And I got in line for my ice cream. Mm-hmm. The teacher didn't have no more. The teacher didn't have no more. Mm. So I knew then, and I had in my mind that whatever I want, I'm going to have to go get it myself. Mm. I, started,
0: okay.
1: I started raking, raking grass, mowing lawns, helping out the little old lady. Because I cut the teeth not I in. And this is the second one. This is the second thing that made me want to be a go-getter. Mm-hmm. It was on a Thursday night. My mom got off work. Mm-hmm. It was an electric bill in the mail. Mm-hmm. And it was going to turn our power out. Mm-hmm. And my dad stood up all night fighting my mother for the crack for the money to buy drugs. Mm-hmm. And she finally gave it to him. So I went to school, was planning this field trip, was going to the battleship in Mobile, Alabama. And I scoped out every, I scoped, I'm talking about, I scoped out every move the teacher made. hmm From the time she took up the field trip money to the time she where she put the field trip money. hmm And we went outside for break. And I ran back in the building and stole all the field trip money. Oh, Yes. And then it it wasn't funny then, but it's funny now. But I got caught because the the housekeeper, the janitor seen me go into the room. Mm -hmm. Calling my mom up there. And and she was like, Jason, what make what made you do this? And I said, because you needed the money to pay your light bill. Oh. And she just started crying. And When I say that hurt me more than anything, to see her sit there and cry Mm. in the situation that she was in. And that was one of the most painful things. And I made up to myself to always be a better man, be the opposite of what your daddy is.
0: Mm, Okay. So you would be a perfect example of people that say just because you have a two-parent home doesn't make it a better home?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Because some people think just because they have their spouse or they have all their kids with one particular man, he's in the home just because he's there that it's good even if he isn't contributing or if he's being toxic. They think just because he's there that it's better.
1: Yes. And you know now, and, and, and one thing I do, I honor my mother all things. And when I speak of a virtuous woman, I matter mean, of her birthday is tomorrow. She passed, she passed from a counselor in 2016. And I honor her. Mm-hmm. I give up on her marriage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think she should have. But on her deathbed, she told me, God told to death to do us part. And that spoke value, volumes to me when she said that. And we was we and we stayed in a three bedroom shack on on this place called Hall Avenue, and her cousin had died. Mm-hmm. And she go to DC, and her sisters paid for her to get to DC. Mm-hmm. And she got there, and she said, "All my sisters living like queens." Mm. And it and she was sitting up crying, and I sat there and rubbed her hand. I said, "Mommy's gonna be okay. We're gonna take care of you." Mm. But when she went to D.C., it gave her the mojo to come down here to get herself out the trenches. Because mm-hmm. she went to be a nurse. We ended up buying a house.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: We still had to deal with that fool and his shenanigans.
0: Mm-hmm. But she came
1: out the trenches. And when I said that, became a woman that was working. And we picked up jobs. We was getting those bills paid.
0: Are you the oldest?
1: No, I'm actually the middle child.
0: The middle. Okay, so how... Were your siblings affected the same way as you?
1: Everybody has room to tell their own story. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So, did they read your book?
1: Yes, my little sister read my book. Okay. I'm not... That's the only one that I'm really close to.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Wow, this this is big. This is... Like I said, I, I saw some of the stuff... So I knew it was going to be a very interesting story. I knew that you had a lot to say um, and I'm, like I said, again I'm glad that you came because this story is powerful in so many ways and so many people deal with these issues and they, like you said, they don't know how to talk about it. They don't know who to talk to. And a lot of times we see kids do things and we like to call them bad. And we like to call them criminals but sometimes if we just sit down and talk to them, we'll see the reason why they're doing it. Like with you with the money. So they're like, that's just stuck in yeah. my mind right now because yeah. you know, so yeah. many mistakes I made just like, you know, just assuming things about people.
1: And you know, like I had to go out and get a job because I wanted to have my mom pay bills so I really wanted to focus on school. Mm-hmm. But after I got out of high school, I went to Job court myself. Okay. And I was like, hey, this is not Job Corps a good program.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then I went to school for nursing. But that's not where I was called to because I ended up going back to work at Job Corps. And I was there for 15 years.
0: Okay. So you thought you could be more impactful with the youth? Yes,
1: yes. I, I actually love kids, kids and babies. It's, this year, we need people that want to see kids proper.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: we, so, we so now want to tear kids down and don't want to build them up. That's true. We don't want to build them up and we got to put ourselves in a position now to help the, to help these babies, to help these kids.
0: Right. And I'm glad to see you as a male doing this because that's another thing that our young boys especially need more male figures that are positive in their lives.
1: Yes. But kids also got to be willing to listen.
0: Yeah, that too. They have to be willing to listen. That's yes. true, and sometimes it, it takes a little while, because you can listen yes. to the same message twice, and it can resonate two different ways. Yes. Depending on where you are in life. Now, I usually ask your favorite character, but since your book is a personal mem- memoir, i like to ask you, what's your favorite part of the book?
1: Uh, I really don't have a favorite part of my book, right?
0: You don't have a favorite part? Okay, is that like, well, what part... We know what part probably when, affected you the most. What part um When I talk about my mom with Christmas mm. and, Okay. My mom was
1: so big on Christmas and holidays. Mm. Everybody who came came to the house got a
0: gift.
1: Mm-hmm. She cooked when I say she could feed about two or three hundred people on Christmas.
0: Mm.
1: My mama loved Christmas. Mm. And it's just like that was her piece, Christmas. Wow, Christmas! And it, it was none that she loved the other holidays too, but her biggest holiday was, was Christmas. Christmas. Like when we got out, I was like certain rooms you couldn't go into because they were decorated so fancy. <laughs> like that, my mom truly loved Christmas.
0: She was probably a giver,
1: yes, and that's one of the high points of my books.
0: Okay, the Christmas, okay, so and again just to let you know I always like to give people flowers your mother did an excellent job with you because it's always a pleasure for me to hear men talk about their mother with such honor and respect because it's it's different these days we have have so many guys out there with mommy issues and the disrespect for women but knowing how you love and honor your mother is that's just beautiful to me
1: and it's true what they say a man will treat you how you treat your mother Mm Mm-hmm. I truly stood on that because I seen how my dad treated my mom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said I never treat my mm-hmm. mom like that. I mean I never treat my wife like that.
0: Right. Right.
1: I would never.
0: That's good. So you use you turn the negative into positive. The
1: negative positive.
0: Yeah, your father taught you what not to do. And that's big. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, so what makes your story stand out? So, if I'm looking at all the books in the in the on the bookshelf, what'll make your story stand out?
1: Uh, I think it make it stand out because I think that my testimonial in it would help I some. I agree. Cause if I don't make a dime off my book, mm-hmm. my message is out there. Okay. If but- I
0: don't get
1: if I don't get a knowledge. For You're my book, the message is out there. You're
0: still out there.
1: The people what does something to me has mm-hmm. been closed, mm. and I'm not carrying it no more. Right. So you and win I, it
0: either way it go. Yes, and I'm
1: hoping that my book helps somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know earlier you mentioned that you were going to have a part two. So yeah. what's the direction for part two?
1: a healing takes process. Mm. Is this all major. stuff to mm-hmm. go on the days that I'm doing to heal?
0: Healing. And healing is also I think last week we spoke about forgiveness. Yes. That's a big part of it as well.
1: You know, I right now cuz he this book that I just released
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's it's a current situation. Okay. Like all this stuff that's going on like in the last chapter. Mm-hmm. it's current. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now my second book is going into the healing. Okay. Because I still Lord know I'm working on it, but I still have to forgive like my ex-wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not there yet. Right. I'm waiting right. on, waitin on you to ask me about it, we we'll
0: get to it. <laughs> oh, that was next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> that was next. I was I was getting into the sort of forgiveness part, and then I'm glad you say you're not there yet because no, it is a process and, and it's, yeah, a, it's and a long process.
1: The best part, of, the, the sad part about it is, people cannot tell you when to get over something. Mm, that's the truth. People can't say, t- "Oh, you got to forgive." You, got, people, you can't tell me that. I don't want to hear that now. I'm mad right now. I'm pissed off. I'm in my season of being pissed off right now. But the best part about it is. I know I can't stay there. I got to come out.
0: Okay. All because right, if, so
1: you opened it up. Let's go. If, Let's hear about it. If, if if I stay in that current situation, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna heal. Cool. My body's not gonna heal. Mm-hmm. And when I say I'm coming out of bondage, I'm coming out of everything that the devil thought he took, stole, hindered. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out of that. Mm-hmm. Cause in the devil in hell can I steal my joy? That's why I wrote this book because it was taking my peace. Hmm. And when I speak on my marriage, you got to be equally yoked. That's with your friendships, your business, your marriage. You have to be equally yoked hmm. because if you go into something that's not equally yoked, it's not going to work. It's not going to manifest. So when I write my book, a healing taste process, a healing taste process, I'm going to a season of manifestation because you sow in so much good seeds, that harvest gonna have to flourish, right? Because I've been through hells and high waters. Mm. Just this year, just this year, last year, I like to die twice. Mm. Yeah, so like twice I had two heart attacks. My body was shutting down. Mm-hmm. And I went for blood work. Mm-hmm. And the doctor evaluated my blood work from this year to last year. And he said, What was going on with you last year? And I was like, I, I, had, I got a lot going on. I had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. He said, Because this is the blood work of totally two different people. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he said, this is the blood work of totally two different
0: people. Now, hmm. I
1: like, can't explain. Hmm. He, said, he said, because your medical blood work now don't look as worse as it was last year. Hmm. So, I had to release a lot of stuff. I had to get a lot of stuff off of me, because I was in bondage. When hmm. I tell you I was in bondage bad, I was in bondage.
0: Did you try therapy?
1: Um, I'm getting there. We taking, okay. I'm taking classes. I'm taking time for myself. Like when I was like when I had my massive heart attack and I wasn't making the type of money that I was making my Mm -hmm. wife left me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah she left me and um she got pregnant by another we're not even divorced yet. Oh no. Yeah and she done got pregnant had another baby and all that stuff so I can't expect people to tell me how to feel about that. Stole all the money we had out of our bank account. Oh
0: man!
1: A, a healing takes process. How but long I,
0: were you all married?
1: Nine years. Oh no. Yes, nine years. Wow. And, and it's funny because we never should have got married. Mm. And if you read my book, you'll understand why we should never got married. Because you got to know people, whole family before you get married.
0: That's very true.
1: You got to know what... Because everything of God is not God. Mm. and it's
0: deep. Yeah, families... People don't realize you marry families too. Yes. Whether it's bad or good. You marry into bad or you marry into good if you're not careful. Well, marry into bad if you're not careful. Say that wrong. Yes.
1: It's, de- it's, it's, it's deeper than I can see. Yeah. Because I witnessed... I witnessed stuff that was out of my culture.
0: Mm.
1: I seen some things that I shouldn't have saw. Mm. I did some things I shouldn't have did. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm willing to take a lot of tests on anything I put in my book. Wow. And I think I seen too much. Mm-hmm. And this was the tricky part about it, was I think they were trying to kill me.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. And I truly believe that. Wow. And um on my first heart attack, uh-huh. I was at St. Vincent's. And um they had to put me on, they had to put me to sleep. Uh-huh. And I woke up and I looked at it and I said y'all can't kill me mm-hmm. I said God gave me the vision of Moses y'all gonna have to free me because mm-hmm. y'all can't kill me mm-hmm. so you gotta be careful what family you draw into because witchery, witchcraft and voodoo and all that stuff is real
0: that's true so is that big in Alabama because I know it is here in New Orleans
1: it is in Louisiana. My wife, she's from the Bahamas. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. And when I tell you I've seen things that I shouldn't have saw, mm-hmm. and I blocked myself off, mm. if you feel what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I A could, lot of people don't believe it. They, they don't think it's real. I've I seen it with my eyes myself.
1: Yeah. And that's big in my book as well about my marriage. Mm-hmm. Because I bind up every witchcraft every demonic torture that was put on my life, I bind it up in, in Jesus' name. And I had to decree and declare that over my life. Mm. And they could. Wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. So that that's that's big. So how long has it been since you all separated?
1: She left me last year saying this is funny because I like to die out in March.
0: Mm.
1: I got out, I, I got out of the hospital on March the 8th. Mm. And I was in rehab. And the owner of our house called us and said, uh, Mr. Jones, what's going on? Your wife just put the house up for sale. Mm. I said, huh? He said, yes, your wife just put the house up for sale. So, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So, I called her. And she was like, I just decided I don't want to be married no more. <laughs> I said, oh. So, we had a joint account together. hmm So, she drawed all the money out of the bank account and moved into a, a, another account. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, what's going on? But, see, when I was in the hospital... I had got an insurance check. See, mm-hmm. they thought I was coming out the hospital. Yeah, they thought I wasn't coming out of the hospital. Mm. Apple, when I tell you Apple is something serious, mm-hmm. Apple will let you know when that person moved, where that person touched, how long that person been there. And she already had moved on with her life, had a whole nother family in Orlando.
0: Oh wow. Yes. Mm. So she left you while you were in rehab.
1: Yeah, slipping while I was in the, in the hospital sick. Then calling and told me don't worry about packing the house up. Her and her family coming to pack the house up. Mm. That's why mm. I said careful.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yes. That is a lot. That's that's. <laughs> I'm thinking like that is a lot to read. I'm thinking about the book like, oh my goodness. There is some good stuff in the book, right? Yes, there's some good stuff in the book. Okay, because I'm like I'm sad already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like
1: I said, I had to get all that stuff off me. Yeah. And I'm moving into a season of healing.
0: Okay. And Good luck with your healing. I, I you know,
1: hope yes. that you're
0: able to get through it because you have to. It's a lot to deal with forgiveness, especially when you've been hurt like that. Because that's that's a big hurt.
1: You like you like, dang! I wasn't ready for this
0: interview. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting all this. I'm like, you know, I say I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like, I don't know, and, and it's sad, and it's it's sad when when men, when some women do that to you know men, and it could go either way. Sometimes it ruins them and turns them into dogs, you know. Now, I talk junk now,
1: but I ain't going to say I was the best husband. Okay. Now, let's be honest with you. I'm not the best husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I never cheated. I never cussed at her. I never done none of that. But I wasn't the best husband. I'm the type of guy, I'd rather pay somebody to cut my grass than go out there and cut my grass. But you got it cut. It ma'am? I said, but you got it cut, though. Yeah, but I got it cut. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'd rather work to have more. And one thing about it is everybody's storm is not your storm. Mm -hmm. And that's where my wife, that's where we bumped heads at. Mm -hmm. If I go to work every day, you're not going to take my money and send it to your people every time we get paid. Right and and it was hindering her and that's more when we bumped heads that's why I say you got to know your partner and get evenly yoked with who you're who you're married to and your relationship status
0: right that's so true Mm -hmm. very true so knowing what you know now with everything you learn from your book how would you do things differently going forward when it comes to relationships
1: I would study the whole situation.
0: Take your time.
1: Yes, because people are not the same
0: no more. Mm -hmm.
1: People don't understand to death do us part. Mm. People don't understand you'll go through something. People don't understand a healing takes process. Mm -hmm. People don't understand There will be good times and there will be bad times. Mm -hmm. People don't understand to be a helper to one another. Now, our marriage was good.
0: Mm
1: We had the best marriage until I stopped making the money because we had started a trucking company. Oh. And she she had her CDL license. So, with me being sick, she was a sole provider. And when hmm. tables have turned, the relationship has turned its way up. Because I was working. And I tell you, I was making some serious money. Hmm. I was making serious money. It was all laugh and love. and But, baby, when that money stopped, hmm. show, they'll show you your true color.
0: Right. That's true. Money I, to clam out. Yeah, but I want.
1: I won't regret nothing that happened in my marriage. Mm-hmm.
0: It was just God showing me and preparing me for my next season. Mm. That was my next question. Do you have any regrets in life? No. No regrets. Okay. There's a purpose. Everything. That's right.
1: Everything that you go through, you serve a purpose. You live and you learn from everything. That's true. All right. And, and it's so. sad. Till it, this day. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife need to have a conversation. Oh wow! Yes, because we're legally still married. Mm. She just had a baby last month
0: Mm.
1: by another man. By by of course by another man, but right? Yeah, need to have a conversation. Mm. Mm. And if and if I don't get none of the money she took. If I don't get an apology, she gonna know how I
0: feel.
1: Mhm. And I and I and I decree and declare that I'm coming out of bundles of that situation. Mhm. Mm.
0: Okay. So my next question, before I always before we wrap it up, I always like to ask this question: If you could talk to 17 year old Jason? what would you tell them?
1: Be mindful and lean not into your own understanding.
0: Okay. I like that. All right. So, where can we buy your book?
1: Uh, My book is on all major platforms. Uh, Amazon, Walmart, Target, Books a Million.
0: Okay. So, that's everywhere. And how can the listeners follow you? How can they keep up with you?
1: I'm just really getting out there. I'm on Facebook right now. I am on Instagram. I'm just put, really putting myself out there. I'm actually just putting my organization out there because I'm starting a mentoring group dealing with young boys with depression and all that. Um, so pretty much it'll be Jay Scott on Facebook. Jay Scott on Facebook? What's uh-huh.
0: your... What's the Instagram? Jason Scott on Facebook. Oh, Jason Scott. What's your Instagram? It's also
1: Jason Scott on Instagram. Oh, right? same thing. Okay. Yes, All right.
0: Well, that's good. So, that is the end of our discussion today. I really appreciate it. It was a very good discussion. I can't wait to read the book so that I can actually get more details because everything did seem, you know, so interesting. Um, I really can't wait to read it. So, again, I want to Thank you so much for coming here. And I hope that the viewers listen to this. The viewers, I'm sorry, the listeners, um, they're hearing this and they also support your book.
1: Yes, also. Y'all just go check me out on Jason Scott on Facebook. And I thank you for having me.
0: All right. No problem. You have a great night.
1: All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm back. Just like I told y'all, that was a very touching story. I was actually surprised because in my research, I did not even know that I was going to hear all that information. That was some, you know, that was new to me. Sometimes I don't have the opportunity to actually read the books before I interview, so a lot of that was new to me and it was it was kind of troubling to even hear that you know, people go through that kind of stuff. A lot of times we see people and we have no idea what's really going on. So that could be, a, you know, a sign for you all. Sometimes treat people with a little extra kindness because you have no idea what's going on inside of their heads. I'm just so happy that Jason was able to put the pen to the pad and get those stories out. A lot of us use our writing to cope with things that, you know, things that we're dealing with. And like I said, I'm, I'm so happy that he was able to actually get it out. Y'all please support this brother. Read the story. You know, give him some feedback. Y'all follow him on those platforms. Y'all buy that book. Just support. Remember, it's different over here. We're doing things different. We can have the best book in the world, but then if nobody don't know about it, then it's just going to be the best book in that room. Right? So, this is all about supporting each other. I thank y'all so much for supporting me. I thank y'all for coming back. Remember to like, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. And if the laws say the same, y'all hear from me next week. Peace.